Hey, welcome to Made For More. My name is Aaron Burke. I am so glad that you're joining me this month and hoping that this content is helping you become a better leader. I hope you're sharing it with your friends, using it as your teams get better and get stronger. I'm going to talk to you today about a topic that has really, I've seen the fruit of over this last couple weeks, something that I've been working on for years now. I just celebrated eight years since we started our church, nine years since we've been working on it. And so there's some things that you can only see when you have a little bit of time under your belt. So hopefully I'm talking to some leaders today that um, you feel a little frustrated. Maybe you're new in your job, you're new in your position, you're not seeing the fruit yet. I hope that this topic today helps you. But before I get into it, let me just say this. Make sure you like, subscribe, share this content. I love hearing from you guys on Instagram, on YouTube. I love getting the emails from you guys. It helps me make this better. It encourages me. And I love hearing your story. Um, We're going to have a great interview for next month's uh, podcast. And then the final podcast of the year will be a Q&A. I'm going to send out a a question thing on my Instagram in the next couple weeks to where you can submit questions that I can answer on the last podcast of this year. And I'm really, really pumped about that. I think it'll be something that'll help you. Today's topic, we're going to, I'm calling it this, it's the consistency challenge. The consistency challenge. Staying is very difficult. Starting is very easy. A lot of people start a lot of things. We all know those people in our life. They've got a new idea, a new initiative, a new plan. But really, if you're going to look at being a successful leader that does something substantial with their life, there is a key in the staying power, the consistency power, the idea of going, I'm going to do the right thing time and time again. I think it is something that is an overlooked virtue in our culture, because we really celebrate passion, but we really don't do a good job at celebrating long-term consistency. So I say it this way, starting is easy, staying is difficult. Starting the gym, that's easy. Everybody can start the gym. Come on, we all know those people, they get the new clothes, they they, um, get the whole idea, they can start. But staying at the gym, well, that's a big difference. Uh, starting a job, pretty easy. You can start a new job. Uh, staying at a job, that's where success really comes. Starting a marriage, it's pretty easy today to start a marriage, but it's very difficult to stay in a marriage. I had breakfast with a guy this morning, He'd been married 57 years, and I said, what's the key? He said, um, we have a uh, a printout that's this like little plaque that's in our bedroom, and it says the first 50 years of marriage are the hardest. I thought that was pretty funny. And that's the truth. Like, man, sometimes you just, it takes a long time to make this thing work. And so I want to challenge some people today on thinking long, thinking about consistency, thinking about doing the right things over and over again. I've heard it said this way, that successful leaders do consistently what everybody else does occasionally. So successful leaders do consistently what everybody else does occasionally. So if you want to do something big with your life, you've got to think about how am I being consistent to doing the right things at the right time continually until I see the results that I want to see. I wrote it down in my notes this way. We overestimate what we can accomplish in a year. And we do this. We've out these crazy plans, crazy vision. And then we get frustrated, right? Because we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but then we underestimate 
what we can accomplish in 10. Let me say that again. We overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, and then we underestimate what we can accomplish in 10. So really, if you can look back, and I look at the last now nine years, eight years since we've opened the church, nine years since we've been working on it, it's amazing to see what's been possible when we get some longevity under our belt. We're able to do more now than we ever did before, but it started with just being faithful with a little task over and over and over again. If we keep doing it right for long enough, it will bring about the results. And we love consistency in others, but I don't think it's a virtue many of us have for our own life. Like you don't want to go to a restaurant that changes their menu all the time and you have no clue how the service is going to be. You don't, you don't want that unpredictability. But I think a lot of people are following you and they get that from you. They don't know what mood you're going to be in. They don't know what idea you're going to have today. They don't know what they saw you go to a conference and they're worried because you're going to come back with a new plan this month. So how do we get a little bit of consistency in our life? I want to challenge you with this because Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, it's kind of like the gold standard of taking your organization to the next level. He uses the flywheel principle. And if you don't know what it is, let me kind of give you a little um, snapshot of what it is. He uses this example of a heavy flywheel, which is a massive metal disc mounted horizontally on an axis, on, on an axle. Now think about this. It's about 30 feet in diameter, two feet thick, weighing about 5,000 pounds. Hope you have the picture in your mind, okay? Now imagine that your task is to get the flywheel rotating on the axle as fast and as long as possible. So what are you going to do? You're going to push with great effort to get that flywheel to barely inch forward. I mean, it's tough. It's barely moving at first, but you keep pushing. And after two or three hours of persistent effort, you get the flywheel to complete one entire turn. You got to think about that. And then what happens? You keep pushing and the flywheel begins to move a little bit faster. And with a little continued great effort, you move it around a second rotation. You keep pushing it in a consistent direction. Three turns, four, five, six. The flywheel keeps building up speed. Seven, eight, you keep pushing. Nine, 10, it builds momentum. 11, 12, moving faster at each turn. Then we get to 20, 30, 50, 100. At some point, breakthrough happens. The moment of the thing kicks, the I'm sorry, the momentum of the thing kicks into your favor, hurling the flywheel forward turn after turn. This is also the same as the snowball effect. You've all seen that. You get, you get it moving quicker, 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 and then eventually the momentum just keeps it flying. So you get to this place and at each wheel, each turn of the flywheel builds upon work done earlier. It compounds your investment of effort. Think about this. A thousand times faster, 10,000 times, then a hundred thousand times. The huge heavy disc flies forward with an almost unstoppable momentum. Now, we all know those organizations, those churches, those teams, they just seem to have unstoppable momentum. So what's the difference? Now, suppose you came along and someone asked and said, what was the one big push that caused this thing to go so fast? Well, you wouldn't be able to answer. It, it, it's, it's a nonsensical question. Was it the first push, the second, the fifth, the hundredth? This is what he says. Jim Collins says it this way. No, it was all of them added together 
and an overall accumulation of effort applied in a consistent direction. Some pushes may have had a bigger than others, but any single heave, no matter how large, reflects a small fraction of the entire cumulative effect upon the flywheel. In other words, every single push mattered. What does that show us? It is consistency that brings about the ability to see long-term results. So I want to challenge you in this because some of you guys are just sitting there and you're going, when will I finally reap the benefits of what I'm doing? When you do it long enough. That is the key. So let me give you some key points when it comes to consistency that I think will help you. Number one is you got to understand this, that consistency always beats intensity in the long haul. Let me say it again. Consistency always beats intensity in the long haul. Consistency will always get you further than spurts of passion ever will. And I'm all about passion. Every relationship has to have both passion and consistency. So you got to have those moments of spontaneity, excitement. I tell people variety is the spice of life, but it's not the entree. So you have to have moments where you sit there and go, okay, I love the passion. I love the excitement, but also got to combine it with some consistency. You know, the passion is the fun part. The consistency is the discipline part. But if you want to go in the long haul, you can't just have passion because the passion, the feelings will wane. If you feel your way into it, you will feel your way out of it. So what do you do? You've got to learn some consistency. And in the long haul, those who are disciplined to live beyond their feelings will do better than those who are very passionate and excited with their feelings, but have no discipline to back it up. We have to learn the idea of learning to lean on discipline, even when we our feelings don't, um, don't encourage us to move forward. So I guess the good example for this is the tortoise and the hare. I never knew this story before. My wife makes fun of me because I had like an amazing childhood, but I missed out on like some of the normal stories from childhood. So the tortoise and the hare, and I showed my staff the whole video. Like there's like a three minute like story of them and it's on YouTube. You can check it out. But, and it had like 500 million views. So I'm like, I guess the whole world has seen this except for me. The story is, is crazy because the, the hare is the, what we celebrate in our culture today. The hare, the bunny rabbit, it's the fast. It's the one that's got all the attention. It's all the excitement. It's all the, man, it's, it's going all in. It's like, you can't, you can't beat it. There's no way that the slow moving tortoise, the little turtle would ever be able to beat the hare. But what it shows us is what I'm talking about today is that consistency always beats intensity in the long haul. And that what happens, the tortoise takes off, flies past. I mean, the, 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 the hare takes off flies past the tortoise, gets so far along, but eventually gets so exhausted, lose interest, takes a nap. And what happens? The little turtle slowly crosses the finish line first. That's the truth in life. So what I'd encourage you to do is understand that, listen, I'm all about passion. I'm all about intensity, but I'd rather you do small improvements, small things over the long haul than a lot of things on the short term, you will see better results in your organization. It's small tweaks. It's small improvements make a big deal. All right, so the second point about consistency is this. Consistency isn't accomplished in a day. It's accomplished 
daily. Let me say it again. Consistency isn't accomplished in a day. It's accomplished daily. So you don't get consistency because you make a decision today going, oh, this is it. I'm going to be a consistent person. No, it all goes back to your daily routines. It's what have you done that's built a habit. I've heard it said this way. It starts as discipline and then discipline when done long enough becomes a habit. Habits long enough become your legacy. Let me say that again. It starts with discipline, then that becomes your habits, and then it becomes your legacy. So you'll always be known for what your habits are, but you only have healthy habits based off of discipline. So it's not going to be something that's done today. It's going to be something that you decide, I'm going to put in daily disciplines into my life that bring about consistency. So for me personally, I work out five to six times a week. That's my rule. I've put it on there. It used to be a major discipline. Now it's a habit. Eventually it'll be my legacy where people will go, yeah, that Aaron guy, he was always in shape. Why? Because it became a habit for me. It's not something I had to think about all the time and talk myself into. Why? Because I fought through the discipline phase and I got to making it a consistent part of my life. I do daily devotions every day. Why? Because it was something that was a discipline that became a habit. It'll eventually turn into my legacy. You will become whatever your habits are. And if they're unhealthy, you need to start with some discipline today to put in those habits, those disciplines that'll help you be a consistent person. So here's what I've realized in life is that people abandon what they start because they forget why they started it. This is so huge. Most people forget what they start. I mean, stop what they start because what? They forgot why they started it. So we have to get to a place where we go, I will live in such a way that I'm going to remember the why. Oh, I'm exercising because when I get to 80 years old, I want to still be able to play with my grandkids and great grandkids. I'm taking care of my body. I'm I'm reading because every leader is a learner. It's a why. I want to be an educated leader. I'm being a person of my word because I want people to trust me. I remember the why. Do it daily. Put it into your routine because if you will do what nobody else will do, then you'll reap the results that nobody else is able to reap. And it starts with a daily routine. Is your life a healthy routine that'll bring about the results you want? So that is consistency. It is learning a daily routine that I'm not going to get the results tomorrow, but eventually I will get the results. So if you work out and eat a salad today, you're not going to have a six pack. But if you work out and eat a salad every day in a few months or a year, you might have a six pack. What's the difference? The difference is consistency. Number three, here's the last one, is that Consistency creates trust. Trust creates buy-in. Buy-in creates leaders. Everybody wants leaders in their life. Everybody wants people to follow them and wants some high-capacity people around them. How do we do that? Well, our consistency creates trust. I'm going to break this down. Trust creates buy-in, and buy-in creates leaders. Our goal always is leadership. I want, to, I want to build great leaders. I want great leaders on my team. I want great leaders surrounding me. How do I get this? Because the only way to get this is to have people bought into you. How do people buy into you? They buy into you because they can trust you. Why will people trust you? They trust you because you are consistent. 
People do not want to follow an erratic leader. So learn consistency. I say it this way in the church, you are never more like God than when you are consistent. That's why I love to follow him. That's why he has my life. Because why? He is consistent. The Bible says in Hebrews, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So I can trust his character. I can trust his word. It's the same with our life. I want my kids to be able to trust my character. When I tell them, if you clean your room, you're getting an ice cream. Well, guess what? When they're young, you know what they do? They clean that room and they come to me and they go, I'm ready for ice cream. And what I've done many times is go, when did I promise you ice cream? Well, you said if we clean your ro- our room, you'll get we'll get a reward. And I said, well, that was just a reward. When I, we said, well, we wanted ice cream. And you said, sure, go clean your room. I didn't realize they trusted every one of my words. So what did I have to do? I got to go buy ice cream now because I want them to trust me. I want then that trust to turn into buy-in. And then I want that buy-in to be the fact that they are leaders that literally can lead well with me so that they can make an influence with their life. The only way to do that is it comes with, with consistency. So let me challenge you today. I don't know what it is with your life, but if there's something in your life that you have stopped being consistent about, start it today. Great habits, great um, things that you know you should be doing. And if you will learn to do consistently, what everybody else does spontaneously and sporadically and passionately, but if you'll learn to be consistent, you truly will be a leader worth following. I know it's difficult, but hey, your goal is to go to more, to be better as a leader. So learn to be a consistent leader. If you say it, do it. If you sign up, show up. If you decide you're going to do a discipline, work through the discipline, make it a habit, it'll turn into a legacy. I'm excited you're part of this journey. Send me some of your notes on how you can be a consistent leader and let's change the world together. I'll see you next month. We got a great podcast for you next month. First Wednesday of the month. Love you guys.